Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3, it's The Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker, and it is now time for The Bigger Picture with Ryan Huang. This morning, you're taking a look at the rising rates environment, and there are a couple of interesting questions to ask here. One, of course, how investors should look at their allocation, and of course, the strength of the US dollar. Yeah, we've seen the Fed really talk about rising rates with the backdrop of rising inflation, trying to bring it down again, but at the price of possibly a recession. So that is the concern here. If rates rise too fast as well, it's not going to be good for the economy because it will mean higher borrowing costs. And of course, for investors, we've already seen that play out in the tech space where growth stocks have been hard hit. Let's check in with Katrina Kokeng. She is the CEO and co-founder of Zen Capital that runs an alternative investment marketplace. Morning, Katrina. How are you doing today? I'm good, Ryan. Thanks for having me. Let's uh, talk to you about what's playing out right now that we've been observing in the marketplace. How much are rising rates affecting Singapore businesses and startups in getting financing? Well, in short, they're affecting businesses and startups negatively. Um, higher interest rates, of course, are a reflection of the higher than expected inflation that we've been all been experiencing. Businesses are negatively impacted on two fronts. One, they're experiencing higher cost of goods, Mm -hmm. which they can't fully offset with price increases to their consumers. And the second, as you've already mentioned, is a higher cost of credit, which is a huge problem for cash crunch businesses. For example, a survey conducted by UOB, Accenture, and Dun & Bradstreet revealed that 58% of small and medium enterprises in Singapore only have enough cash on hand to sustain operations for less than six months. So as you can imagine, the higher interest rates coming from credit uh, will severely negatively impact these businesses. Yeah, these rising interest rates sounds like good news for institutions like banks or even lenders. But at the same time, it does raise a question. If it rises too much, would that destroy the demand for loans? Yeah, I would say... you know, for in terms of the demand for loans, uh, obviously the cash crunch is leading to a higher demand, but at the same time, loans are becoming a lot more expensive. So those uh, companies with strong balance sheets that can't afford to hold hold off will do so, raise equity and kind of find other forms of financing. Okay, and when you look at what's been playing out in the backdrop, we've been seeing some signs of possibly a slowdown. The Fed's been talking about a hard landing. A lot of people have been talking about warning signs of a slowdown ahead, possibly a recession around the corner. What's your take right now when you look at the observations um, from your industry and what you've been seeing in the business? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not an economist. and I don't have a crystal ball, mm-hmm. but there have been clear signs of recession for the past two years. And so far, the U.S. economy has been holding back. A more aggressive Fed hike will likely have ripple effects throughout the global economy. And the U.S. economy is clearly heading toward a significant slowdown. I would say a soft landing would be preferable, but it's becoming harder to achieve. And a U.S. recession, especially triggered by an increased rate hiking cycle, would curtail global import demand and wreak havoc for global financial markets. Yeah, Katrina, you're running an alternative investment marketplace uh, at Zen Capital. Are you seeing any sectors that are particularly vulnerable when it comes to what's playing out right now? Yes, we are running an alternative investment marketplace that focuses on kind of everything that's not publicly exchange traded. And sectors that we are seeing as particularly vulnerable to these interest rate hikes are Sectors that have benefited from COVID. So these include sectors like logistics, uh, work from home, entertainment segments. In addition, as you already mentioned earlier, companies in the tech sector, which are regarded as growth industries, have a large portion of their expected cash flows coming from the future. 
And as interest rates rise, the discount rates that these future cash flows are measured against um, essentially rises as well. So the combination of growth as well as low discount rates have sustained high valuations for these tech companies. But now both of these advantages have disappeared and tech companies can rely on neither. And so we are seeing slowdown, um, you know, discounts in the secondary market for mm-hmm. these for these types of names. In addition to that, if you look at kind of B2C versus B2B companies, both segments are facing kind of different kinds of challenges. B2C companies are seeing their growth slow down as discretionary income declines and consumers are spending less money on those businesses. B2B companies are seeing mixed results. Those companies that are focused on saving costs for customers will continue to see um, increased demand for their services. So examples of these types of companies are logistics integrators and human resource automation. But B2B companies that focus on marketing, advertising, sales, lead generation, et cetera, will generally see longer sales cycle and even you know negative revenue growth. Yeah, Katrina, let's expand on what you just pointed out. You've got a slowdown on some fronts, advertising is slowing down, the tech space is facing headwinds. So let's talk about where investors are changing their allocation towards in this currently rising rates environment. Yeah, if I had to summarize how investors, how we are seeing investors currently changing their allocation in this increasing uh, rates environment, it's really about flight to safety. Uh, investors are switching from growth to yield products. So fixed income investors are reducing long-term bond exposure while beefing up their positions in short and medium-term bonds. The shorter maturity bonds are less sensitive to rate increases than longer maturity bonds. Investors are also switching to seemingly recession-proof alternatives such as fine art, precious gems, high-end watches, other collectibles. In public equities, investors are shying away from unprofitable high-growth companies in favor of cash-rich, high-dividend companies with bulletproof balance sheets. And at Zen Capital, we um, focus on helping investors allocate their capital to private assets, which generally has a lower co- correlation to, pri- uh, to public markets. All right, I've been chairing Katrina Kokeng. She is the CEO and co-founder of Zen Capital that runs an alternative investment marketplace. Katrina, thanks for your time this morning. Thanks, Ryan. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.